are listening to The Moment, an interview podcast series on life. We interview and capture conversations with creative minds, thought leaders, disruptors, and the people that are doing what they love while challenging the status quo. You can find the show notes on our website, themomenthq.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. But for now, let's dive into The Moment. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Monica Cade podcast. Today we're chatting with Sarah Regalhuth, who has been on the show before, but in case you don't know her, she is a serial entrepreneur and an investor in startups, having founded eight companies since 2009. Following several successful exits, she is currently the CEO of Wealth Enhancers, a Gen Y financial advisory firm, and Grow My Team Global Recruitment, and sits on the board of the League of Extraordinary Women. She is personally fueled by a passion for community, gender equality, and living life on one's terms. And today we're going to be talking about her dream of creating a financially free Gen Y. So let's jump into the conversation and hear more about this exciting endeavor. Hi, Sarah. It's nice to speak to you again. Hey, Monica. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. So I thought maybe we could jump into the conversation and learn a little bit about how you grew up and what your relationship to money was. Mm, Going deep early. I like it. (laughs) Um, So I guess, um, you know, like most of us, I didn't have any formal education on money at school or anything like that. So it was really just what my parents taught me. The only thing I really remember that was to do with school and home, I guess, was the Dolomites account that I had through Combank. Mm-hmm. And mum used to give me, I think, 50 cents or a dollar a week and we'd put it into this little deposit book and take it to school. I remember that. So I sort of learnt a little bit about savings, but I don't think I really understood it until um, one day I was walking by the toy store and I saw this bike that I wanted and mum said to me, okay, well, if you save up half of the money for the bike, I'll buy the other half. And so I remember I went on this journey to save up half the money for the bike and ultimately mum chipped in the other half and I got my new bike. So I learnt about savings. That is literally the only lesson that I remember um, my parents teaching me about money at all. Mm-hmm. Um And I think the things that I saw and absorbed were my parents basically went broke when I was about 10 years old and then they separated and then we went from having money, like not being really rich but being probably, you know, upper middle class to all of a sudden we didn't have any money and mum and myself and my sister were living with my grandma in a small, pretty old house in Queensland and from the age of 14, I just started working because I wanted my own money to be able to do my own things. And mum really didn't have enough to sort of, you know, give me more than I think I got about $10 a week pocket money or something like that. Um, but, you know, that didn't go too far as a teenager if I wanted to go out to the movies or mm-hmm. you know, go out to a party or whatever. Like I, you know, I knew I had to have my own money. So I sort of learned myself that money gave me some freedom and allowed me to do the things that I wanted to do. So yeah, pretty much working from a young age just to get that freedom and be able to start to make my own decisions. Do you feel that once you started working, did you carry on that mindset throughout your working career? Uh, like the mindset of saving or the mindset of freedom or the mindset of saving and really managing your money well. Oh, look, not really. Like it was a bit of a journey for me. I think 
what mum had taught me with the bike was about saving for something for a goal which I think is excellent and that's sort of how we do things at Wealth Enhancers in my earlier years though I only really did that so I would save for something but if I didn't have anything to save for then I just wouldn't save so if I knew I wanted to buy something or I guess as I got a bit older go on a vacation or something like that I would save up for it but once I then spent the money I'd be back to zero like I never sort of saved anything more than that and I never had any really big longer term things so it was always just like a rush to save for one thing I wanted and then I would just Um, be back to square one again and at 18 I went overseas and I took out a credit card and just went into that credit card cycle that so many of us get in Mm. uh, where you know I maximized the credit card and then I had to spend a long time paying it back and for a while I was a bit in that cycle of you know I'd put a couple of hundred dollars on it at the end of the month, but then I'd spend it all again. It was just constantly maxed out. And then at one point I just, it really stressed me out. And at one point I just snapped and I was like, no, that's it. I'm paying this off and I'm going to cancel my card. I don't want credit cards anymore. I'd rather have my own savings Mm -hmm. and sort of went on the journey for a few, it was, yeah, probably took me a year or two. I can't quite remember at the time, but took me a couple of years, let's say to pay it all down and be back to zero. And it was, it was a pretty stressful time actually, because no one really taught me about managing credit cards or anything yeah and I feel like I probably grew up in that that part too where I do remember the combat dolomite things and my mum was in business since I was young so you know she taught me a little bit but if I look at it in a in more depth I'm kind of in the same boat I probably had the same degree of education around it myself in that sense you know you said that you snapped was that the turning point was that a a shift for you in the way that you did things in terms of money and then also how did you decide to get into business and and build yourself up in that way yeah I I think it was definitely a turning point financially so what I realized was when I had credit card debt all I could think about was getting back to zero. Like I just didn't want to be in debt anymore. Mm. And when you really think about that, like that's a shitty goal, right? Like I, I really wish to just have zero money. <laughs> like that was my goal, <laughs> right? Because I, I actually had less than zero. So I just wanted to get to zero. And when I, I kind of clicked, I was like, oh, this is just not a good position to be in. I'm not actually going anywhere. I'm just trying to get back to neutral. Mm. Um And so once I kind of realized that, then, yeah, I put the work in to pay it all off and then I started saving and investing and I just said to myself, I never want to be in that position again where I'm worth less than zero basically because it's just, it's awful, it's stressful and, you know, it only takes one thing to go wrong that you didn't plan for, that you can't afford and you're just in a world of pain. Like if you're living that close to the line, your car breaks down or, I don't know, something, a household appliance breaks down or you get a fine or whatever. And it's like, that just throws everything because you're living so week to week and so close to what you can afford. Um, in relation to getting into business. So believe it or not, my dad was a financial planner and, but yeah, just never really talked to me about money at all. And even my parents also pretty much just lived week to week. Like they never really had a lot of savings or there was never really a lot of cash available for anything from what I remember and what I absorbed. Mm. Um, but I did, I started working with my dad and I sort of got an idea about what financial planning was. And I was like, Oh, this is really interesting. Um, as a career because it's creative, it's problem solving, it's goal setting, and it's really helping people change their lives and have that freedom that I've discovered and that 
sense of being able to create their life the way they wanted it. So I worked with my dad for a while and then I just, I guess, wanted to go out on my own. I felt that I'd learned enough about business um, and I had an idea about the way that I wanted to run a financial planning firm and so I just took the plunge and he was really supportive, which was great. So I've been in business I had a few like little ventures even as a child and like just always like coming up with little business ideas and different things. But my first real business was my private client, private wealth management firm, sorry, private client business, whatever you want to call it, um, that I sold a couple of years ago. And that, yeah, that started in 2009. So mm. it's been fun. Awesome. Okay. And then, so tell us a little bit about Wealth Enhancers. Wealth Enhancers was born out of business. I was dealing with a lot of retirees and pre-retirees who had sort of $2 million plus portfolios, managing their portfolios for them. They were a lot older than me and I would ask them, how did you create this wealth? How did you get to where you are? A lot of them had their own businesses and I was very inspired and uh, motivated by them. And they all said the same thing, that they started young, that they had a financial advisor, that they'd been receiving advice and guidance from an early age. And I just thought, oh my God, like no one's doing this for us. Like who is actually doing that for our generation? And at the time, you know, me and my friends were just going to the bar on Friday night and buying new clothes and going out shopping. And I did have some savings and investments, like just starting, but I had a pretty good idea that most of my friends didn't have anything. And the problem was pretty big amongst Gen Y that we were just kind of living and spending all of our money and no one was really doing a lot towards saving. And I thought, man, there's got to be something in this. Like some of my friends started asking me, can you, can you help us? And I was like, well, our fee model, our service offering, everything we were doing, the business really wasn't set up for this generation. Uh, but I saw there was a big opportunity and I also just felt really strongly about it. I started getting more and more passionate about it and, you know, helping wealthy, older people just manage their wealth just didn't seem as exciting anymore as the prospect of working with someone who is just starting out, who has all of this potential and opportunity and helping them identify what their goals are, what they really want their life to look like, and then building their financial plan around that. Like that was just so exciting to me. Mm. So basically, yeah, launched Wealth Enhancers just to test it and see if people were really interested and they were. And yeah, I guess that was five years ago. And now um, it's amazing. We've helped so many people. I think it's 16% of our members have become millionaires since working with us. Yeah, it's just been such a great journey to watch people work toward their dream life and be able to ultimately achieve it. I think this is a really good entry point to now also talk about your course that you are running, which I really mm-hmm. wanted to share with everyone because I I saw your post on Instagram and I went to check it out myself and I thought this is great because we can all learn something regardless of where we're at in our lives. And I signed myself up and then I listened to your first little video as well. And I thought, oh, I feel like this can really benefit so many people. So listeners, this is really important what I want to share with you because I think Sarah's doing something really amazing. So you're running a wealth creation for Gen Y course, and it's a personal Mm -hmm. financial management course, and you're running it for free. Now, Mm Tell me a little bit about why you're doing this. Well, when I started Wealth Enhancers, as I said, I saw that no one was helping our generation and I realised that we didn't get taught anything at school and I just got, I get really frustrated by that, right? I just get really frustrated that we go through all of this formal education and 
one thing that we all have to manage in our life is money. Mm. Like every single person has to interact with money on a daily basis. And it's a really big thing. Like you don't need to love it or hate it, but you just need to be harnessing it because it's what you're getting in return for what you put into the world. And it's what you can use to create your life. And I, I just feel like we're very let down by the fact that we're not really taught about money at school. And I was always sort of complaining about that and, wanting to do something about it but not really sure what to do and I tried to work with government and different things but nothing really was moving and then I just thought you know what I'm just going to put together a course that teaches everyone the basics of everything you need to know and I'm just going to offer it for free forever <laughs> for everyone so you know it's I just thought I'll just do it I can do this like I can film the course create the materials put it up online and just give it away for free um and build a bit of community around it as well. So we've got a Facebook group there for everyone who does the course so that we can start talking about money and talking about how we're going. And I think that's another really big issue is that we don't – we've sort of always been taught not to talk about money and that it's a bit of a taboo topic. And I think that holds us back a lot. You know, we don't know what's going on with our friends. We don't know – we often don't share like, oh, what would you do in this situation and how would you save or how would you pay out – pay off your debt or what are you investing in and you think about all the other areas of our life how much we share and ask advice or experiences of other people I think we really share so many other aspects of our lives with our friends get their advice their experience around anything we want to do in our life but we don't do it around money you know we don't ask how 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 people are doing things how they're dealing with things what their experiences are and as a result we're not really learning from each other we're not learning together around this this sort of what I see as the last taboo you know we talk about everything we talk about sex we talk about mm. everything but we don't talk about money um and I just want to change that it's so true and as you've kind of opened that can of worms and I'm like just <laughs> observing I'm like we do we talk about everything but money is it is that really hushed kind of thing and I think maybe because there seems to be like a lot of judgment that comes with it, that people might feel, oh, I can't talk to my friends about this or I can't seek out, you know, advice from someone because I should know better or I I can't possibly tell them where I'm really at because it could mean X, Y, Z. And I think, you know, if I think by opening up that community and that you are creating and allowing other people to see that, Hey, I'm going through this too. Or, you know, there are other people like you that are having similar issues. It kind of normalizes it. And I guess will become something, you know, we can talk about. Totally. And I feel like that, like you think of something that you've had in your life, like a really big problem and it's on your shoulders and it's weighing you down. And then finally you open up to someone about it and they're like, oh, yeah, like that happened to me. You know, it could be a relationship problem or a career problem or something. And when you speak to someone else, you feel like, oh, okay, I'm not the only one. And you get their advice and what happened when you did that and did this. And we, we feel less afraid of it and it becomes less of a problem. But, you know, largely, as you said, we're still too scared to do that about money because it's been so drilled into us to just never talk about it, which is just silly. I mean, we all have to deal with it. We all have to relate with money every day and why not share what we're going through and how we can help each other and not judge you know mm. because most of the time we're making this judgment or this assumption that everyone's like got it together but us but when mm. most of the time you know I can tell you because I see people's financial situations I mean 85% of people that start with wealth enhancers are you know in some way struggling with it like not too sure what to do and it's not that many that we see come in that are like totally nailing it and just want that extra kind of 
guidance and advice. Like most people really need quite a lot of help. Mm. Oh, it's so nice to hear that. And I'm sure so many listeners probably feel a sense of relief as well, hearing that too. So what are some of (laughs) those? I I have a feeling. Tell me about some of the modules that they can look forward to over the four weeks. Yeah. Well, the first one is around getting your foundation, like understanding your foundation. So it's to do with what's your financial position? What do you own? What debts do you have? Um, And then doing a budget. So how much income is coming in and what are your expenses? Uh, A lot of people I think are kind of adverse to the word, adverse to the word budget or they feel as though they don't need a budget. Um, But the reality is everyone has a budget that's successful. Like those, those people are there in business or wealthier people usually run a budget so that they know where their money's coming from and where it's going to. It's more about awareness and control than it is. I think we associate the word budget with like, you know, having no money and having two minute noodles for dinner every day Mm. and just trying to survive. Um, But that's not what doing a budget is about. Doing a budget is just where is my money coming from and where is it going and being really intentional around how you're spending it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the start of it. And then we do have a whole section on investment education. So giving people a great overview of how to, what actually investments are and what are their options. So that's very informative. And then we have putting a financial plan in place. So showing you how to identify your goals and save and invest for them. And then finally, it's all about executing that plan and setting it all up so that you can succeed because without putting it in place, it's kind of just another piece of paper. Mm, amazing. It's it's all very exciting. And I signed myself up too. And one thing I'd yeah. like to share with our listeners that really struck me when I listened to your video was what you said around... Don't, uh, don't get hung up on where you've been and what's happened. And I'm paraphrasing you, but, uh, uh, you know, if you look at your finances and you feel upset or you feel angry at yourself or whatever you feel around that, don't spend too much time focusing on that. Look forward to the future because you can change. You don't have to continue on with that kind of mindset. And I thought that was really powerful what you said, because like, you, you know, in your experience, you said having, that credit card debt, for example, like fully hung over your shoulders and it was, you know, crippling at times probably. And so if we, if we shift our attention to like, okay, you know what, this might be the situation right now, but okay, this is the step. Maybe it's, you know, enrolling in this course and going, this is my first step to living a different life now. I thought that was really a very insightful piece of information for everyone. Thank you. I mean, I guess it can be applied to all areas of our life, but there's no point in regretting and living in the past. We can only use what we have now to move forward. And I think it is scary sometimes to face it. But the reality is if you don't face it, if you don't pick that moment in time and say, okay, I'm going to make changes, then it's not going to get better. Mm. These things don't resolve themselves. Like it takes intention and effort and, you know, a little bit of knowledge and all of that to be able to turn it around. But it's not impossible. Like nothing is impossible. Um, You can always create something better in the future. One thing I'll add is I think as well what you were saying around the budgeting, for example, is when we kind of organise our lives, it's not necessarily just our finances, there's so much more space in our mind because we're not trying to ignore things and we're not like just kind of avoiding or being in denial about situations. It's more just, okay, this is what this part of my life looks like right now am I happy with that? And if not, then, you know, it's kind of all there for you to see and you're not trying to delude yourself. So I think that's really... Totally. I think 
There's so many similarities between, I was just thinking as you were speaking, there's so many similarities between like fitness and health and finances. And I always know myself, you know, when you go go a bit off track with your health and you're drinking a bit too much and maybe not eating the right food, not exercising as much, like it starts to weigh on you because you know what's happening and mm. you're like, oh, I know I should be a bit fitter, blah, blah. And then as soon as you go, you know what, okay, come on from today, back to the gym or whatever it is that you do and for me back to yoga and just making sure I'm eating healthy. It's like, even though I can't necessarily change my physical self instantly, I know then it's off my mind because I'm going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Like I know that if I continue to go to yoga and I continue to eat well, then my health will improve and I'll make sure I sleep every night and then, you know, I won't be tired or whatever it might be that's sort of gotten on top of me because I've been too busy or too whatever to kind of stay on top of it. Money's the same, you know, even though you can't, make a decision today to get out of debt and then you'll be out of debt instantly at least what you know every day from now on your situation's improving rather than going backwards and so you don't actually have to think about it anymore because you've got that plan you've set it all up and now it's going to get better just just needs time really mm-hmm. yeah and and that sounds exciting i think like so yeah anyone listening if you are interested in the course then you can find the link in the show notes and do sign up and do not be one of those people that signs up and doesn't follow through with the courses just because it is for free because you will miss out and if if you're at all inclined or pulled towards this course then there's obviously something in it for you so Sarah thank you so much for chatting today and thank you for creating this course for everybody that's all right and I think if I could just add one last thing, and I mean, we sort of started talking about debt because of my credit card debt that I talked about at the start and everything, but I think this course is really about creating wealth. So yeah, if you're in debt, then you've got to move out of it. But this course is really about building wealth. So it's 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 about setting those goals and working out what you want for your life and starting to learn how to invest and save toward those goals. So I just wanted to be really clear about that, that this really is for everyone. It's the basics that everyone needs to know. It's how how I run my money. I think a few weeks ago I sent out my personal financial plan to our database and it's available on our website there. There's a blog there's a blog post about it as well, but like how this course is everything that I teach you in this course is exactly what I do with my own money every single day. So mm. yeah, and I like that perspective too because it's kind of, we, we did touch on it briefly before it's where are you, where is your attention going? So we're focusing on wealth rather than focusing on maybe the debt, which is kind of that closed and heavier energy, but rather opening ourselves up to what's possible. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Awesome. Sounds like you've got a party going on there with all the dogs. I do. I've got a little dog visiting me. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, enjoy. No, that's totally fine. And thank you again for chatting. Well, thanks so much for having me.